We got a show today. Watch it. Chuck, and this is episode 179 of the Ask Gary V Show. I'm uh, I'm in a weird mood today. I hurt my neck in basketball. I ran into somebody like full throttle. So weird. I literally was referencing Ram Man from He Man during my audiobook yesterday, and I like literally became Ram Man. But much to Mike's credit, though I am turning a little weird. When I when it happened, I thought I was done. But I think I built up some neck muscles and was able to absorb the uh, impact. So there's that. Uh, I don't know, I'm in an interesting mood. There's a couple things I really want to talk to you guys about. Uh, number one, the barter page. Uh, I'm really infatuated with this 50 book buy. I know several of you have done it already. It's really funny. First of all, I don't know if you've seen the barter page. We can't link. We could do in right, the, here. Right, here. right here. This is where I'm going. Yeah. Um, there, there's a bunch of book deals that I'm doing. Uh, including for a thousand books, you can come and spend an hour with me. I'll get into another way of doing that in a second. But the 50 book buy is me recording my voice in anything that you want. One of the first ones that came in was me recording something for an alarm for somebody's buddy around an inside joke. I'm like reading this stuff. So like, if you want me to wake you up, India, I think, I think I should make you one just as because we're friends. Oh, thank you. What do you think about the idea of like, do you have an alarm? Uh, yeah. And is it like the eh, eh, eh? Yeah, I have like three and they're all different sounds. Lizzie made me take the because it would always like scare her. Do you know that yeah, one? Yeah, I know that one, yeah. But, uh, but I will record something for you like, hey, Rick, get the fuck up. Like, you know, something like good like that. Good. Or like, you're going to crush today. I have a feeling I'm going to say a lot of that. Um, and so I'm excited about that. So check out the barter page. Uh, would love to have you do some of that stuff. A lot of you are in for 10, 12, 15 books. I want to amp you up. I want to get more sales and I want to get you something of value. Check that out. Number two, the thing that I'm really, really excited about, February 23rd from 10 a.m. Eastern to 6 p.m. Eastern in this room, I will be streaming live on Meerkat Facebook Live Periscope and probably one laptop thing. We're debating Google Hangout or Spreecast or something else. I'll be live for all of eight hours. I'm gonna have some special guests stop by and what we're gonna be doing is the Super 8 day. Everybody's gonna buy eight books. As a matter of fact, Super 8 at VaynerMedia.com is up already. I think that's what, I think that's what Alex said. We'll confirm that but I'm pretty sure. Put it up right here. DRock, Stefan, whoever's. By the way, you didn't black and white yesterday's episode. You did? Somebody was tweeting that you didn't. You did? Respect, I'm sorry. Super8 at VaynerMedia.com. You can start now. I was going to do it only on that day, but I'm starting now. If you buy eight books, send the receipt into that. Put it up again, link it there, link it everywhere. Um, All eight book receipts, if you buy 16, we'll print it twice. This is what's happening. I'm going to be in this room. India, we're going to be going wild. We're going to be going crazy. Three people are going to be streaming. I'm going to be answering questions like a maniac. And it's going to be like a telethon. I'm going to keep repeating that. If you buy eight books, send in the receipt. Somewhere out there, somewhere, I don't know where the printers are. We're going to be literally printing receipts. If you buy 32, we'll print it four times. Um, And we're going to come in here at the end of the day in a bucket. I'm going to pull one name and I'm going to give away the thousand book deal 
to that person. We're gonna, I'm gonna fly you in, US only for now. I'm debating international, maybe North America only now. Sorry, global, but it's expensive. But I'm, I might, I don't know. Anyway, debating. I pull out a name, I'm gonna fly you to New York, I'm gonna put, bring you in for a meeting, it's gonna be an amazing 24 hours for you or 12 hours for you in New York City. Hopefully I pick somebody that's local so I don't have to play for the flight. But you know, gonna pick that and I was gonna to spend an hour and you can pitch me your business, we can jam, I can interview for your podcast, whatever, whatever you wanna do with my time, I respect that. So knowing so many of you are buying two and four and six books because I've been following, I wanted to create this eight book level that has that big prize. And if you know anything about me, you guys saw it at VaynerDay, there might be some other random prizes because I may feel bad. A lot of, I think I'm gonna sell a lot of books. Super excited about it. So, one last right hook before I start the show. Uh, if you buy eight books, or if you're planning on buying eight books, or if you've already bought like eight books, send in the receipt to uh, super8 at vaynermedia.com. We're collecting receipts. They are open now for the contest. Cool. Uh, India, let's get into show. George asks, what changed the most in your company growing from the founding team to 500 people? What changed the most? I mean, you know, a, a million things changed. I started understanding the industry. I like being an operator that learns the industry by doing instead of reading. So there was no reading Ogilvy's book or reading Ad Age. I learned. And so I think my ability to run the company increased tremendously. Uh, that, that founding team of six or seven or eight people we're all kids, all of AJ's friends. They've matured, they're men now. They're no longer 22, they're getting close to 30, which is insane. Um, you know, obviously we're a much bigger company, so we have different dynamics. Everybody knew everybody intimately. Now that happens in pockets. We have a tremendous culture, but like not every person knows everybody, not even close anymore. So you've got that dynamic. We're in all sorts of cities. We're a big company, we're a grown up company. It's a very, very, very different, yet the energy is pretty much the same. The mission's the same, which is help clients whether they're an NGO, a nonprofit, or selling bottled water, help them sell stuff, communicate at the best possible price, in the best possible channels, to reach the biggest possible audience, to create that business result. And more importantly than that, let's treat each other tremendously well and have a real, real community here because continuity is what I'm going for because continuity builds speed. One of the things that people understand about business is when you have continuity, I use football a lot, I'm gonna use it, sorry for people that don't follow, but when you're offensive line, when all five of those guys play the whole season together, because they work as one, it's really magic. It's really quite interesting when you really understand how football's played, it's, it's really a team sport more than anything. When those five play the whole season together, or two seasons together, or three seasons together, and they have that unity and continuity, they flow. They flow and that's what I love in businesses. The reason I value my people so much and why I want to make it so great for them is I want them here not because I'm some weird, evil, like cult overlord. It's because continuity breeds speed and I value speed more than anything. And so we're not as fast as we used to be because we're a little bit bigger. But I'm proud of the speed and the scrappiness and the entrepreneurial spirit we have at 600 um, that is still at least a solid version of the first eight. Thank you. From Alan? Alan? Mm-hmm. Like Alan Jack Vaynerchuk? AJ? AJ? Yeah, it's another from AJ. Do you, about, yes. uh, do you know about AJ's request in third grade to be called Alan for a week? No. <laughs> but now I'm going to call him Alan. Alan asks, as we've seen, you hate wasting time, but how do you adjust on days nothing is going right? Well, there's no such thing. Luckily, 
No, I mean, there's no, I mean, I don't remember a day where nothing went right. I mean, first and foremost, the way I really deal with it, if we want to get zen about this, and a lot of you know this, is as long as everybody's healthy, everything went right. I always quantify, when business doesn't go well, I default quickly to, oh, business is bullshit, it's all about life. You know, like when my kids, look how cute my kids are. Look how, thank God my parents are alive. Like, I quickly switch from, I don't dwell. You know, I'm not good at dwelling. I love speed and I don't like wasting time. Dwelling, complaining, wishing, hoping, you know, pondering how you wish it was is the single biggest waste of time in life and in business. Like, the bottom line is, we all wish things. I wish I was six foot four, the single best looking guy in the world, and the quarterback of the New York Jets that has won 19 straight Super Bowls. I wish that. I mean, I, just, I wish that. I mean, I just wish that. I wish that. And, and, and in the same way that that's funny is the same way to wish that like that deal went through or that employee took the job or that person didn't quit or that concept didn't work out. I mean, I've had multiple divisions, multiple strategies here at Wine, at Wine Library, at VaynerMedia that haven't worked in the last 12 months. Yet we're dismantling it. And so much like anything else, you just it's like the next it's the next play. Using artistic stuff, like if you're doing a Broadway play, what are you gonna, mess up a line and just stop? And just cry on stage? You just gotta go to the next line. I mean, you just gotta keep moving forward. And so, well, how do I handle it? Easily, I'm a champ on this issue. I'm a champion. I am an absolute champion on this issue. Meaning like, I'm prepared for the punches in the face. I'm, I expect things not to go well. I, it's kind of the way I prep for a Jets game. Saturday night, nobody likes being around me because I'm just devastated. It's all bad. We're gonna lose, this is what's gonna happen, we're gonna lose. We're gonna, you know, like, I, I'm subconsciously like that. But unlike the Jets where I say that outwardly, these guys can tell you I'm only on winning an offense at all times. It's true. It's very true. I'm ready for the next question, India. Building a Snapchat a little bit. Sure, we can make one. Okay. Chris asks, if you could, what advice would you give yourself in high school? You know, the thing that I've answered a lot on this is like I'd hook up with more chicks. You know, I've talked a lot about that, India. Let's move past it. No, let's move past that. Um, What else? You know, look, I mean, it's the advice that I give you guys now as an old 40-year-old, right? Which is like, I wish I, I, was, I wish I was a little bit more patient because I was so hungry to prove to the world that I was a winner because I was such a loser in school that I just worked every minute. I didn't you know, go to an extra keg party. I didn't you know, like spend an extra, go away on a weekend and just do something different. Like, I punted everything. It just went completely and utterly into I'm gonna build businesses, this is who I am. Um, and so you know, maybe I would have gone on the ski trips so I could be good at skiing now and into it. Like maybe like I would have done, maybe I would have rounded out some stuff. But the truth is, in a weird way, in the same way that I just talked to you about the last question, I don't know, like it's all so good. I don't, I probably, like if I could speak to my high school self, is that what the, is that the way it's? Yeah, I mean, I think that'd be. Like nice. if my high school self was sitting here, I'd be like, hey man. Good news. <laughs> it's gonna go well. It's gonna, it, it, it wasn't even better. I liked it then too. I was antsy and I wanted to like everyone like, and I'm still a little bit like that. Um, but 
I was super happy. Like I wasn't like some outcast. Like it, yeah, my teachers and my friends' parents thought I was a loser, but all my friends loved me. So let's call it what it is. When you're 15, you don't give a shit about teachers and parents. You want your homies to think you're cool. So I was super happy. It was just that I had a chip on my shoulder because I'm like, I'm gonna be all time great. I really believe this. I really believe it's the same way that Harrison Ford about his acting, or LeBron about his basketball, or or some music, uh, uh, Whitney Houston about her singing. Like I, I really think young Whitney Houston in fifth grade is sitting there and saying, because she's killing it at church, she's saying, nobody knows how great I'm really gonna be. Like I literally felt that. I'm like, I can't wait for them to all really know. So there was a little bit of like a, I can't wait to have my coming out party. I was, I was antsy for the coming out party. But I'd probably say like, hey man, it's all gonna work out great. Like, like just do everything you think you wanna do. Like just follow your instincts, it's gonna be good. Have you gone to any high school reunions? Uh, no, I haven't gone to high school reunions but I've talked to a lot of people on Facebook and different places in my high school and like, it's interesting. The, you know, I wasn't outwardly like running through the halls and telling everybody that I was gonna be, you know. Like I think the one thing that's felt really nice is like a lot of people have sent me emails like, it's so nice to see you doing well. You were, you were really nice in high school. Like that makes me feel nice. The thing that I think a lot of people are starting to realize on Daily V that I'm just a nice guy too um, because I'm actually quite competitive and, con- and confrontational on Ask Gary Vee on stage. Like most of the stuff people have consumed from me on Wine Library TV, I'm panning stuff. Ironically is me in my competitive zone. When I'm not in business or on basketball court, I'm actually kind of completely the other way. And I think that um, that was nice. Like that's been the, I don't remember being, like I, get, I forget that people are just mean in high school and I was so self-confident that I never got dragged down to do that. That's good. Yeah. It can be a rough time for a lot of people. Yeah, high school's rough for peeps. For some peeps, many, some that are watching now too, high school's the glory days too. Jockey, jock, jock, jock. <laughs> wishes high school was still rolling. It sounds like a Pokemon when you say <laughs> like that. Jeremy asks, how do you decide when a social media platform is going south and no longer worth putting energy into? Engagement. When something's big, MySpace, Twitter right now is interesting to watch, Google Plus, um, Tumblr. When, when something gets big, um, you just watch organic reach on Facebook. It's not super hard. Like, you know, when it happens to Snapchat, oh, I remember the days when I had 25,000 people watching my stories and I could get 2,000 people to screenshot. Now I've got 400,000 people watching my stories and I couldn't get, and I couldn't get 100 people to screenshot. Like, it's very easy, it's data. Uh, you just stop feeling it. When I used to send an email and sell 400 cases of wine in an hour and then seven years later, uh, it took me four weeks or four months to sell that same 400, you're like, wait a minute, and then you just look at the data and you're like, oh, look, the open rates are not as good, the click-through rates are not as good. The data's there, like, you know, like you, you, just, you just respond to the reaction. Either you're stale and people want to tune you out or the platform has an issue. And so you've got to decide, is it you and you became the same old song and dance um, or is it that, uh, that the platform sucks? Usually it's not you, even though I have a lot of the same themes, a lot of you watch me for the energy or the routine or the excitement of it all, even though you're starting to grasp my theses. More importantly, there's just so many of you. I mean, leave in the comments right now, did you just meet me in the last 30 days? YouTube, Facebook, leave a comment. Did you just meet me in the last 30 days? And there's always more people. Like, nobody knows who I am. It's true. You always say that. (laughs) 
I'm agreeing with you. Yes, I know, but the look in your eye, <laughs> the, the happiness. You but you are like way more famous than even like two months ago. Tell it's me crazy. everything. <laughs> Tell me. No, it's true. You've been like, well, rec- have you been like recognized more on the street? I yes, but I know my own stories. Yeah, exactly. Tell me your stuff. My stuff. Yeah. People recognize me in the park. Like they'll be like, oh, you're India from Ask. Actually, I was in San Francisco over the holidays in a museum with friends, home, and someone came up to me on the West Coast and said, oh, you're India from the Ask Gary Vee show. And were your friends like, what the fuck? My friend was like, what? Is that what you do? <laughs> Are you on a show? You on a YouTube show? <laughs> All right, last one. Yep. Unspoken Word says, Hey Gary Vee, my son loves digital media and Snapchat. They want to be producers. Any advice for Y Gen? Oh my God, look how cute. Dude, look how awesome that dude's hair is. Yeah, it is pretty I would awesome. so kill it if I had that hair. Um, yeah, I mean, look, Unspoken Wounds, uh, I think that the number one piece of advice I could give you is make them feel like they can actually do it. If that's what they want to do, you as their parent, Creating that permission for you to say yes you can is real. Now, no eighth place trophies. Yes you can, but when they put out something and everybody on YouTube says it sucks, you look at them and say, the market said you suck. Let's try again. So it's this balance of, I completely believe you can, but let the results be the results. Don't fake the results. I actually see more, it's unbelievable how bad people are at parenting. I'm not kidding, I'm really, this is a real hot button issue for me. Like this could be the transition of my career. I really think Perfectly Parented, when I write it, transitions my career, I really do. Because I'm passionate about this. Like as I'm getting closer and I have a six year old daughter and I'm meeting other parents, I'm not calling out any parents I know if you're watching. (laughs) But I've been picking up on some themes and I'll tell you, I hate how many people reverse it. I watch a lot of parents that are like, you know, literally like soccer. They're like, oh, I don't know, Ricky, if you're gonna be okay. Eh, you know, Johnny's really good. Like, no self-esteem building. And then they play, they lose eight nothing, and they're like, Ricky, you did a great job. It's literally the fucking reverse of what I want. Which is like, India, you could be the greatest operator of a museum in the history of all time, and then when you have your first exhibit, if it doesn't go well, you say, look, it didn't go well. And let's, let's backtrack and figure out why. And then I would give her, because my little India, I knew how she likes to read, I give her a book of like the guy who, or the girl who started three businesses and failed but then on the fourth one figured out the learnings from the three and killed it like the KFC guy. Encouragement matters but reality matters just as much and you have to create friction amongst those two to create the perfect storm for the young and moldable minds. And the old and moldable minds. Twist ending. Great. Critique. I need comments. I need feedback. I have a trip to Boston on Friday. I'd like to read feedback. Daily V, my Snapchat, the Ask Gary V show, how you're feeling, how many books you want to buy, what you can do for the. Critique. God, I got that last question got me going. <laughs> Bring in the kids and the parenting, I get going. You keep asking questions, I'll keep answering them.